Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. All right. Got it. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> Bien. Tú? Bien. Okay. Brujain. Brujain. All right. What you been doing? So I have been moving around a little bit in my house, um, moving my bedroom to another room in the house. And I'm finally like getting it to where it's clear. So I have been setting up altars and just um, kind of putting little artifacts that represent uh, each cardinal direction on said wall. So like fiery stuff for the south and yeah, feathers, uh, like all my feather collection is going to be in the east. So that's kind of been just like building my building my good space that's nice i like that yeah i tried to do that originally but then the altars took over <laughs> <laughs> there was there there was an idea of, of the cardinal directions originally there was an idea <laughs> um so i did a little ritual with my family yes, yes. i love when you talk about these yes it was so fun i went i had to um it was last i think it was sunday I had to let go of something, um, and so I was returning something to the earth, and um, so we went to a park, and then, you know, I found, and it was biodegradable, it was something biodegradable, don't worry, and then um, we went to a park, and then when we went to the park, and then I just, like, found the spot where I wanted to leave it, and then I told them, hey, do you guys want to help me make, like, a little circle, and they usually don't participate or anything, and they're like, what do I have to do? And I'm like, okay, please pull up your, your cell phone. Tell me where's North, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they, they found the spots and then like where we were standing, it actually ended up when I love it. Cause it ended up like everybody was standing in the, um, direction that kind of like represents their astrological sign by accident. How so, cool. So Luis is an air sign, but his, um, his, um, ascendant is a earth sign so he's like i have two airs but his ascendant is an earth sign so he's my earth and then so that way we have all four signs in my family uh -huh. and then um so he was in the air and he was actually standing in the north so he did the north and i did the fire and Sadie did the um or, um wind and then and mateo did the water and they were all standing already in their positions which was super cool and then I just like, okay, you're there. You're easy. You just say this. And they kind of did that. And then we would turn, right? Uh -huh. So they did it with me. And then I returned it to the earth. And then I said what I needed to say. And then they turned back with me. And then we closed. And then we left the space. And then what was the most beautiful thing is when we left that space, almost immediately, there was like this um, branch that was like a vine. It looked like sort of like a bridge. Mm -hmm. And when we passed the bridge, I said, oh, and then we leave behind with this bridge. We leave like behind. And it was like closing. It was so beautiful. That it was, is it worked so out like perfect. It was perfect. And they like all participated and they're like, and you know, and Luis is like, he's he's so great. He's like, you know, you know, you're the woo, you're the witchy one, you're the whatever. And he like he tells the kids, okay, come on, we're helping mom do this. You know, she needs to do this right now. Right. <laughs> Lighting ah. them up, like, you know, it was so good. It was perfect. So that was my brewing experience. Hell yes. I love that so much. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yes, it was wonderful um yeah and so yeah so that's what i got there cool very cool all right nice. now we're gonna get into some new moon rituals yes well i want to talk about like new moon magic in general cool. and just like new moon i know we've talked about the moon phases before at some point yeah um, episode 
whatever you'll put it in the show notes <laughs> i know we did one that was all about like the moon phases and what each moon phase was good for right um but i was thinking that um i mostly do rituals on new moons okay and i think many people think of like the full moon and they think that it's the biggest one and they think of like you know putting out their their you know, the crystals to uh, during the new moon, during the full moon to charge or, you know, or to cleanse or, and I really, I don't usually work with full moons. I might work with one here or one there mm-hmm. because like, if you go back to that episode that we did on the, on the phases and the full moon is a really, um, I use it a lot more for like releasing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's really good for that. And then, you know, and each and each phase has its its purpose and its abilities, right? Like the third quarter for banishing and stuff like that. But the new moon, and maybe this is just my energy because I'm an Aries and the Aries is cardinal energy, which we love to start shit, you know? And so <laughs> the new moon is all about starting. So right. I'm, I'm very aligned, right, with that starting energy. But and the new moon just brings in this opportunity to start things, right? But furthermore, um, it it is also there's you know obviously there's one every month. Um, so new moons happen when the sun and the moon are in the same sign and at the same degree, and that happens every month once once, right? Yeah. And so when you align the new moon with what the sign is it gives you something to focus on Mm -hmm. so for and i and so i i thought about this and when i sent you oh let's do new moon i was thinking because i've been waiting anxiously for the 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 new moon that's coming up next week or is this week right Uh, because it's in taurus and that's an earth sign (laughs) yes yes okay i already wrote questions because i wanted to ask you about doing this exact okay this is perfect yeah yes So I do my prosperity work only on new moons in earth signs. Mm-hmm. And so I have one continuous um, prosperity spell that I, that kind of um, is subject to the laws of decay. <laughs> Let's say that. The pumpkin. The pumpkin. Yes. Yeah! So, and so my pumpkin is ready to go and I need a new one. And so I was like, Oh, come on, hold on. You can hold on for another week, another two weeks. And she's been ready to go since the eclipse. She's like, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, when is this new moon coming in? Cause I, she's ready. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've been counting down the days to, to put it, you know, to put, put a new one out. Um, and so I only do it on the new moons that are earth signs. So I only do it in Taurus, in Virgo, and in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So three times a year, I put out a new pumpkin. And they usually last exactly like those four-month spans and they make it, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're like, yeah, the pumpkin actually lasts like the four months without going bad. And this is, you know, so it works out perfectly. And this one just like, she's ready. She's starting to decay. Um, So that's why i was like thinking when i told you all oh, this two new moon because i was thinking of this but when you look at the other new moons like last month remember that we we had those two new moons we had two new moons in aries and i mm-hmm. mentioned we got you know we got lucky we just had two new moons in aries it's really good because it's the it's the start of the new year right and it gives you the opportunity like i don't think people should start like exercise regimens in january 
No. Right? Yes. People should start it in spring because the sun comes out and you feel like energized and you're like, oh, yeah. Like who wants to get in, into biker shorts and freezing temperatures in January? Right. Right. I plus, agree you, with you completely. Plus, if you're not going to pay a membership and you want to try to do something free, like you're going to slip and break your neck out in the ice, right? And generate like while in April, it's like, oh, let's see, you know, the the cherry blossoms, you know, germinating, springing out. Or let me look at this and look at the bunnies jumping around. And it's like beautiful and pretty to see. And like everybody's, you know, breaking out their bikes and doing things and whatever. It's it goes aligned with nature. It goes aligned with the season. And it like goes aligned with the astrological sign it goes aligned with the new moon yes like you can make that your goal it's like because aries controls sports it controls the body not the full body like health like virgo does but like movement right Mm -hmm. so new moon in aries is a great time to start a sports regimen it's a good time to start and join a team it's a good time to do something or it also does um business entrepreneurship um so it's a good time to start something like that. So I wanted to bring in this um, idea of new moon practices. And when I, when I was looking back, I'm like, you know what? I always like, I usually don't miss new moon. Mm-hmm. Like I don't miss out on actually setting intentions or working with new moons while as eh, full moons. It's, it's rather rare. I probably work with maybe two or three full moons a year. While new moons, I'm, I'm on, on top of them. Always on it. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So so that's why I wanted to bring that up. And so there's actually a whole section of like business that align with new moons. Mm-hmm. So there's pra- business practice practitioners that follow astrology right but they align what they're going to be doing like when they're going to launch their campaigns when they're going to do their marketing like when they're going to be doing things not just not just based on and obviously we've talked about this before like oh you know valentine's is near this and because they're already aligned although we don't notice it but they're already interwoven right with the astrology um but they also align it with the new moons so that's like pretty cool that is pretty cool I think it's awesome. So the new moon is always in the same, like, mm-hmm. so like this, because it is Taurus season. So new moon's Taurus, Gemini season, the new moon will be in Gemini. And then Correct. the full moon is the opposite, opposite sign. sign. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, what I, I knew this last year, opposite Gemini was the like, Sag. okay, yes, yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's always, always in, so it's always the, it's always in the same one as the sun sign. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Cool. And then that's when they're, and they're actually doing it at, um, when the new moon happens, it's when they're at the same um, degree. So that's right. how, that's how we determine when the new moon is. Okay. Very cool. So I think it's super cool. So let's do a quick rundown of what each, and this is very broad, you know, like we could get into more depth for each sign, but a general what each moon could be good for okay okay so aries like i mentioned is good for entrepreneurship sports starting new things because aries is a fire sign and it's cardinal sign and cardinal just means that they like to start shit okay gotcha and um taurus is an earth sign and it's a fixed sign so it likes to do things 
and it likes to be very methodical and we'll talk about that in the astrology today okay um but it also is the earth sign has to do so this is really good for anything that has to do with your house anything that has to do with like beauty projects home improvements finances personal wealth anything related to that really good with Taurus season okay Gemini is a mutable sign and the mutable signs like to come in and change things or fix things up you know like everything's done and then they come in and they're like oh if you change this it'll be better (laughs) Uh they like to give their feedback and then so they're also in charge of everything that has to do with um, communication siblings um, neighborhood short travel and education up to like um lower like 12th grade or like okay. not higher education reading right um writing but like um so anything with those projects so if you like the mind you know they they like to be stimulated yes so anything that's like fun interesting deep diving starting a book club travel but short travel let's let's say and this and you look at it you know we have what do we have we have like memorial day weekend we have um you know things that allow fourth of for July, you, yeah fourth of, you know allow you to do things that are short you know um and then it's all like neighborhood and like it's the end of the school year it's like you're focused on that sort of like aspect right mm-hmm. and um reading and stuff like that okay so just like neighborhood and like having fun and but they're really interested in like something for a short span of time <laughs> yes yes that's for true. a short span of time deep uh-huh. dives yeah. and then i know everything <laughs> i need to know about it and then going <laughs> mm-hmm. then um cancer is all about like it's water and it's all about the home it's all about traditions it's all about like finding like the nurturing space but they can be super witty they're musical so you think about summer you think about like music fests you think about like yeah right and uh-huh. you think about like barbecues and you think about being with family you think of you know yeah. cancer season right going to the beach water seashells you know yeah that's not weird it's, I know, it's not it's not weird it, yeah, yeah yeah yes and so and then you get the the next one is Leo season, the sun, the hot, it's up at, obviously we're talking about the Northern hemisphere. It inverts for the others, but, um, um, and then the Leo season is all about like, well, they're very generous. You know, people tend to think that they're very melodramatic and that they want like all the show and vanity for themselves. But I find that, you know, when you think of the sun, the sun is what gives us life, right? So, yeah, they're so giving they're very giving they're very generous and um people tend to just think that they're just being dramatic but it's the thing that comes from them from being dramatic is that they're a fixed sign so they don't take well to change okay and then so when things change they're like i mean this one's been up there you know so yeah and every time there's too much helium it it, it, it farts right (laughs) so same thing with leos it's like every time there's too much helium right they have a (laughs) they have a little you know but they control also sports um like activities events theater um children everything that has to do like with bigger um like diversion it's like Mm -hmm. fun right so that will give you and when you think of it august is that month where we have that um gathering events and people are doing all the last hoorays before they get back to like 
back to school, back to whatever. And people are like, oh, I didn't do anything all summer. Wait, I need to go off and do a grand gesture. I need yes. to do something, right? And it's very focused on the children. That's like, oh, I got to get the kids books and I got to get their notebooks and I got to get their materials and the back to school stuff. And, you know, and there's a lot of drama, usually a lot of family drama, too, because you've seen the family, you've had their fights with them. So there's lots of drama and Leo does have the drama thing. Then you go into the Virgo one. Virgo is in charge of everything that's organizational, pets, health, like the body health, like the systems, because they're systems, they're systems organ. Uh, um, okay. So it's really good for you to like start a vitamin regime to start um, like getting you going to your doctor, getting your labs done. It's really good for um, if you're going to do something methodical, if you're going to um well organization for like the new organization it, for the new school year it's for starting new like if you're going to organize an office or start like a new standard operating procedures writing a manual or like this is how something works or trying to detail something they're really good for that and that's a really good time to organize that if you're going they are ruled by mercury which is the same one that rules um gemini mm -hmm. but like gemini would be like free writing right right and then mercury would be like the editing <laughs> Got you. A Virgo. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the seventh house is all about like relationships. It's about partners, but people think relationships and think, oh, it's love, kissy, kissy, right? But partners, relationships are also partnerships, business contracts, marriages. It does include marriages, but it's also people don't think that marriages are contracts, right? So Wait, are you still, you said the seventh house. Are you still oh, in sorry. Virgo or are you in Scorpio? No, no I'm in Libra. Libra. I, oh, okay. Okay. I skipped over. Yeah. So they, they each sign relates to health. Sorry. So after Virgo comes Libra. Gotcha. Libra is all about marriages, um, courtship, partnerships, um, romance, but they're also about politics. They're also about charm. They're also about and and think about like what comes up like in October, right? Oh, yeah. It's all the yeah, but it's also all the cute, like, fall. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 You know? I was thinking and politics, then, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. But also politics. You're yeah. getting ready for all the politics and everybody talking pretty. But it's all, there's a lot of on the surface kind of thing. Yeah. You know? And then there's, like, and then people, like, if you're going to get married, like, that's the last chance, right? Because the ones that are in summer are all about, like, the fertility and the stuff and the hot or the diversion or the fun or the gathering the families. Or the last hurrah for weddings is, like, the fall weddings, right? Those are yeah. the last ones, you know, uh -huh. with the leaves and making it pretty and it's so beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but it's about relationships and people and other people and please, there's a lot of pleasing other people there, right? Okay. So then comes Scorpio. Okay. A little more spookier. It's, you know, it's Halloween and it's also a little, um, Scorpio has to do with death, taxes, other people's money, inheritance, um, sex, traumas, and, you know, and then if you look at it like death, that's like Dia de los Muertos, it's Halloween, it's spirits, it's Dia, um, what do we call it? El, 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 the day of the Inocentes? El Dia de los Inocentes, el Dia de, the one the, where the angels come up, whatever, like the Angelitos? Yeah, the one that the Catholic Church does. So it's Dia de Todos los Santos. 
right? Okay. The Saints and the then the day the All Hallows Day. Oh, so all Sa All Saints Day. All Saints Day. Yeah, yeah. So those are all there in that time period. Mm -hmm. And then if you think of other people's money, well, going back to politics, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're <Yeah>. not wrong. <laughs> so you got that in Scorpio, right? So what would be something good to like start? Yeah. So if you wanted to start something in Scorpio season, you could start planning your state planning. You could oh, start, yeah, yeah. yeah, you could start planning your, um, you could start planning anything that has to do with real estate and mm -hmm. you could start anything that has to do with like, um, after like your will, your Testament, you could start planning what you want, um, your legacy to be, you could start a trust. You could start, um, if you're going to work with, if you have inherited money, you could do all the legal paperwork and nice. everything that you've been putting off, not doing because it's been a mess. This is a good time to do it because it's going to finesse itself. It's going to be easier to work. It's just going to resolve itself easier in this period. Nice. Very and nice. There's, there's not going to be any Mercury retrograde in this period, you know? So. Okay. Then the, then we got Sagittarius mm -hmm. and they like to travel they like to go abroad and they like to discover foreign countries and other cultures. So that's one aspect. So that would be one. It's like, okay, let's plan, you know, a, tr a trip. Mm -hmm. But another aspect is higher education. So everything that has to do with, and this is the time of the year when people are taking like tests and doing admissions, right? Because it's like December. Yeah. And the students are doing the testing and the admissions for like colleges, you know? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then it's also um, the, they also control um, spirituality and philosophy. Mm -hmm. So it's also, if you wanted to get into, and then you look at like December, the beginning of December, the vibe starts to change, right? Towards more, obviously there's partying and stuff, but there, for people that are into the spiritual, there's like a lot, there's a shift into more introspection. Agree. And yeah, so yeah. since there's more introspection, if that's the line that you're on, it's going to get more deeper on the spiritual level as well. Yeah. Right. So it's there as well with Very that. Night. Cool. Yeah. So that's the Sagittarius there. So it just depends on what you're doing. And then comes um, Capricorn. And Capricorn is all about power, money. It's another earth sign. Mm -hmm. um, they're the CEOs they want reputation fame success they want to you know they really want to be successful and have everybody know that they're successful mm -hmm. they want to flaunt it a little bit they want to look good while they're winning okay <laughs> so, and if you make look at like for example christmas right nowadays it's all a little bit a little bit more materialistic and what did you get and what brands do you have and you know flaunting it yeah so but ah. Mm -hmm. But if you look at if you something good to do in Capricorn is to, you know, plan how you're going to take over the world. That's their signature move. Yeah, I'll, I, like I am. I am convinced that <laughs> all the all the um, what are they called? All the villains in, in the in the Disney movies are all Capricorns. I'm all sure. of them are Cap. <laughs> awesome. I'm sure of it. <laughs> all of them have to be. Um, but yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's good for, and you look at it, it's end of the year. So lots of people are doing planning what they're going to be doing for the following year. 
For what sure. do I want? How do I want to be successful? And and you know that towards the end of the year, everybody's like, you know, mostly people are looking at prosperity and money. Yep. I think that's probably number one. Mm-hmm. Some people want to travel a little bit more. Some people want a little bit more health, whatever. But most people, what they're asking for is, you know, they 100%. want money. They want money or they want success and they want to move or they want to, you know, switch jobs or they want to have more fame or more career. You know, it's usually focused on money and career. Yeah. Like towards the end of the year when they're coming to us, they want like work or yeah ideas or help on how to get that. And that's very aligned with that Capricorn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then Aquarius kicks in and Aquarius comes in and it's all, you know, the new year's kicked in, everything settled down. Now we're just like, oh, okay. Okay. I survived. It's another year. Let me look. Oh, there's other people here. Okay. How can I help other people? (laughs) And then it's looking at your friends. It's looking at your alliances. It's more humanitarian. It's a little bit political too. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, hey, how can I contribute? How can I do something that's a little bit more impactful? How can I dig in? How can I, you know, do something that's just not for me? And so a good thing to do in this time of the year is to join a nonprofit or join an organization, find where you're going to volunteer, find something that lights you up, that you believe in, mm-hmm. that you can contribute your time or your specialty or your knowledge to. And so that's something that's good for the um, for the Aquarius. Very cool. And then the last but not least is your Pisces. Our dreamers. And your dreamers, your musicians, your creatives. And um, they, there may be a little bit of depression. People are towards the end of the, of that, you know, um, winter. They're just like getting sick of it. And they're like, oh, I can't make it to spring. <laughs> I'm tired. I need something to lift me up. Um, and something good for people to do in that time is basically to dream a little bit, to um, get together. And it's also the sign of like, the next life and also karma and stuff like that soul groups and stuff but um it's good to break from confinement it's good to try to connect with other people through creativity artistic measures music and stuff like that cool very cool so yeah each new moon can do something that was a lot i love that that was awesome yeah and and I didn't even prep for today. <laughs> Sorry if sometimes I said houses because I know I I automatically with my astrology I automatically come um pop them into houses you know uh-huh. but you know yeah so I've been really excited about this you know new moon that's coming up and we'll talk about it in a bit but new moon magic what can we do we can um one of the practices that is most common I guess amongst people that do new moon magic is writing down your wishes so there's people that do like spells or spell jars or um uh, but you know or do mad candle magic or things but lots of people that practice new moon magic what they do is just that they have a journal that is only for new moons yep and then they have like their new moon journal. And if you don't have one, you can start one now for, you know, the Charis one and just do the whole year. 
and then go back and read it at the end of the year, you'll be surprised. Um, I don't know. I've heard, and I got this from, I'll tell you, I got it from Teresa Reed, who got it from Jan Spellman, Spielman. And I personally have not read the book, so I don't know. But Teresa Reed swears by new by Jan Spillman's book. And I haven't read it, so I can't tell. But it's called New Moon Magic. Okay. Um, so I haven't read it, so I can't say. But Teresa Reed's like, oh, I love that book. And then she says that Teresa um, Reed says to write 10. And I don't know why 10. That's why I can't tell you. Okay. She says to write 10 wishes on each new moon. And so you write 10 wishes and then you journal about them and you mm -hmm. just basically write 10 wishes and you try to align them to the astrology. So if it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Taurus, then you try to make them 10 things that are related to prosperity, wealth, money, self-worth, home, home decor, flair, stuff like that, because all, you know, mm -hmm. things that have to do with Taurus. And then next month, when we do Gemini, you try to do things that have to do like with siblings, reading, travel, short distances, education, stuff like, and things related. Very cool. 10 things. Yeah. That are, I don't know why they pick 10 because I haven't read the book. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but they do 10. And she's been doing it supposedly for years. And she just, just like swears by it. She's like, cool. She goes crazy. Yeah. She goes crazy by it. Um, she's the tarot lady. She's called the Tarot Lady, and I I love her. She's beautiful. And New Moon Magic is the name of the book. The other book by John Spillman, I believe, is called New Moon Magic. Yeah, cool. Find out, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and, and give it to you so you can put it in the in the comments. Yes. I haven't read it. It's like on one of those things that I, oh, every time I hear about it, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna go look for it, and I haven't. And I haven't. So yeah, so just writing down because remember that when you write you are you're creating magic right it's you're you're manifesting yes it's like like um john likes to say you know your 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 witch's breath is the most important tool you have but your writing would probably say i i'd argue is probably like the second one gotcha in, yeah in, in strength right mm -hmm. and then if you want to go pizzazz it more you can align it with colors right like taurus is definitely like for you to write in green because mm -hmm. it's an earth sign and then next month for gemini i'd probably do blue because it's mercury so you know okay and then like the water and blue because yellow you can't read it <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure you could do and it then, in blue and then highlighter over it yeah <laughs> and then the water one you could do blue again and then leo maybe gold you know mm -hmm. and just like keep like with the colors you can just do like colors you know so it's a little bit of color magic which we've also talked about yeah correspondences to strengthen everything it just it just gives it a lot of oomph you mm -hmm. know and just keep it separate and um when you come back over it so you're just what you're writing with your intentions and you can go back and read over your intentions because that helps you if you can't read, you can record them. Um, you some people like to record just to play them back to themselves, and they can play them back to themselves in the car, or they can play them back to themselves when they're sleeping. And oh, that cool! Helps to manifest as well. Mm -hmm. 
I tried it once, but I then I felt like self-conscious, you know, you're kind of like dumb. I don't know, that feels weird. <laughs> but for some people, I know it works great as a um, sort of like as a hypnosis kind of technique, right? Would Absolutely. Yes, you talk definitely. You about that. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, anytime, especially you are, like, people do affirmations and stuff like that. But anytime you're listening to things in a trance state, it's easier access to your subconscious mind, which is where you're always trying to put, uh, like, things like affirmations. Like, that's the point of affirmations, to get past your conscious mind into your subconscious. And when we're in trance states or in, like, liminal, like, kind of sleepy states, it's easier access because your conscious mind's not working so hard anymore. So I'd say that's what I got basically. And I'll, I'll share my pumpkin one if you guys want. Yes. That's the best one. I think, have I shared it before? I don't yes. Remember. I Well, I don't know. You shared it. I made oh. you talk about it to me. I know privately just cause I wanted to know about it, but okay. I don't know if we uh, talked about it on air. Okay. So I, this one, I've got it. I've been doing it for about 13 years. Um, it does come from a it was recommended to me by a santero practitioner okay um i am not an initiate in santeria so that's something to take into consideration but this practitioner told me you need to do this because you are a daughter of so and so and she likes this right and so that was the way that it came to me 13 years ago 13 maybe 14 now and I've been doing it since then. He told me to do it once. And I've been doing it, you know, ever since. And then I added my own flair of astrology and just kept it on the new moons, the earth new moons. And so it's been wonderful. Um, so I take the pumpkin. And I, and the pumpkin um so i take the pumpkin i add the honey i taste the honey to just let the the, the goddess know that um it's not poison that it's good you know it's a it's a sign of good faith and then i when i'm pouring the honey i you i you know thinking or mentioning that the honey is to attract and to be you know I'm, I'm thinking of it in Spanish right now. Sorry. So that's something I'm going slow. Sorry. And then keep looking at your ago. Okay. Um, so like it's sweet, like in like the way that that sweetness is that that's the way like my life is going to be. And like, you know, and that's mm -hmm. what is going to attract like that sweetness. And then after I put the honey on, I use gold glitter and silver glitter. And I, put it on the honey and obviously it sticks because the honey's gonna isn't the is the adhesive and i think of first money's owed to me mm -hmm. because i usually have money on you know i have businesses so i have people that are, owe me money so i think of specific money that is owed to me and thankfully i hardly have any money ever owed to me because of this i think so I think, oh, you know, the money the phone so-and-so owes me, the money the so-and-so owes me, the whatever that will come in right now will come in or, be, you know, paid off in a timely manner. And then I think of, and I do that with um, the silver. And then with the gold one, I think of new 
sources of money coming in and I think of the people I want it to benefit. Okay. So I think of, um, I think of my family. I think of my employees. I think of um, my suppliers. I think of um, the donations that I'm going to make. And as I, you know, as I'm pouring in, I'm saying this and I was like, oh, you know, the people at, 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 uh, at so-and-so and at Isla, whatever, and this, whatever. So I mention everything and then like in the donations and my family and my kids and blah, blah. And so I mention everything and that becomes a promise as well, right? Because it means that all this, this money and this wealth or this that's going to come in is meant to be shared with and to benefit these right. people as well and it's like if i don't then you know yeah somebody's getting somebody's gonna get harassed whipped <laughs> you know mm -hmm. um and so and then i add a little bit of gold flakes on top just you know to be extra yeah yeah, yeah. taurus taurus yeah and then um and then i put it in my general area of work right so i work here basically in my office so i have it in a plant right next to me Mm -hmm. all the time so it's like all the time influencing like this area of work where i am and so that's beautiful basically the way it works i love that pumpkin one yeah i love it, love it. so it's capricorn taurus and what's the third virgo oh, okay yeah yeah and so yeah that's it and then i just have like for new moon rituals i definitely wrote down writing things that you're trying to manifest because it's new moon new energy so you're basically planting the seed with that energy um and then also to if you're going to already be starting like a manifestation journal you really need to have a gratitude journal in place because you need to acknowledge the things that you're manifesting because if you're not doing that and like completing that cycle then it's gonna break so I think that's a really important like balance to that or whatever, just to make sure that you're acknowledging like the things that you've brought in because it's so much more powerful when you're doing that. And it's great for your mental health too. Yeah. I think that that's one of the good things about like actually writing things down that you can go back and see them. Yes. Versus like just thinking about them and not being able to have like sort of like an accountability or a checklist kind of thing and because you'd be so surprised at how many things you actually bring in yes and manifest into into your you know how many things you create through this energy that you're working on you know obviously magic is working right you do have to work on magic as well you can't just like say oh i want a hundred million dollars and sit down and watch cheat and you know yeah. netflix all day and then walk away yeah and yeah you have to cooperate with the universe and but and but if you do your part and you are you know rem the important thing is to remember that what all the only thing that we're doing is that we're aligning our energy and helping manipulate the energy that's around us to favor and get um the outcomes that we would desire yes and so yeah that's all we're doing is mm -hmm. just like adding extra energy and aligning more um possibilities to our paths absolutely so, yes yeah okay okay we're good yeah you want to roll into astrology Sure. And I think this one, this one was almost all astrology, right? Today? Yes. I, I gave sure. you guys a lot of astrology today. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well.
that I was like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's okay. so good though. Yeah, no, and I mean, when you when you kind of like get it, you're like, oh. But I do recommend just like a a separate journal just just to write new moon intentions, even if you don't do like a a specific spell for it. Just you know, yeah, write new moon intentions, manifest them. Maybe you know you can do a grid on top of it and just align with that energy. Yeah. And little by little, you'll get really comfortable with it. Yes. Okay. So the week uh, where we're going to be talking about astrology for May 14th through the 27th. And we start with Mercury going direct. Okay. I thought it lasted till June 14th. I was way off. Oh, so you're happy now. See, (laughs) so I mean, it goes direct. Going direct just means that now it's not going at retrograde anymore but it doesn't mean the effect is completely done now it has to go back over everything so have i given you the the yep. right out like of the driveway, driveway? yeah, yeah. so <laughs> say it again say it again yeah okay so like i tell people it's like mercury's leaving its house right and it has its driveway and then it got to the end of the driveway and it's like oh shit i left my wallet and it came back down its driveway back home mm-hmm that's when it went retrograde, mm-hmm. went into the house, got its wallet and got back in the car. Now that's going direct, but it still has to go back out its driveway. Right. So that's what it's going to do next, right? It's going to go back out its driveway. It's going back over what it just did when it went retrograde. So we're going to, the next two weeks, we're going to hit some of the same things that we just hit when we came back. Okay. But it's not as bad. It's kind of like tweaking or fixing, which you might have like, eh, if like Sasha had maybe like an explosion on the full moon during Mercury retrograde, she might have like a conversation with somebody about it and like, yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to be hot headed, you know, and then like fixing stuff like that, you know, not saying that that's the case, but just, you know, um, so just Mercury goes direct, but it just means that um, we should see the aspects that are affected by Mercury um, retrograde, like the tech stuff. Oh my God, tech stuff. Oh, we should, those things should be better. Okay? Excellent. Cause I have yes. not been able to get Google maps to work for like two weeks in a row. Yeah. I have, I Real have weird. a, yeah, I have a, a profile on one of the interpretation channels where like, it's almost complete and except the, the map doesn't work the, the location. Like it doesn't know where I, I am located and it's because huh. the map doesn't work. Yeah. So yeah, that, that should start working. Then on the 15th, we have a Mars training Neptune. This is, you know, sensuality, creativity. I can't understand my handwriting. Um, Mal, you're magnetic. Mm-mm. Okay, so this is a good day for, this is my good days. So, but it's more instead of like direct raw sexuality, it's more sensual. So okay. it's like, like when you go and see somebody that dances and they're, they're like, like it, it's really good for like glam magic and like somebody that like is like erotic and like, you know, not like out in your face, like DVs, you know? Right, right. But more like, <laughs> more like, wow, that person's like enticing or magnetic. Like a, a snake pool. charmer. Yeah. Yeah. Like a snake charmer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that type of energy, right? Because that Neptune brings in that mysticism and that creativity and that like yeah, yeah. Ethere- ethereal vibe to it, you know? And the Mars brings in the, the rest of it. <laughs> okay, then something I'm super excited about. I mean, the whole week next week is like, ah, with the new moon and Taurus. But 
it's further enhanced with Jupiter going into Taurus next week. So let's talk a little bit about Jupiter going into Taurus. Jupiter is going to be, Jupiter changes signs, change, it's about once a year. Okay. okay. So Jupiter is going into Taurus. Um, obviously, Jupiter is a sign of expansion. It's the sign of like luck. It's the sign of like, okay, what are we doing? And so if it's going into Taurus, think of what Taurus represents, right? What What can one year of Taurus mean? It can mean one year of like luxury cashmere sweaters, you know, overindulgence, spa treatments, right? That would be like great, like if you have money. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> if you don't, then it could be like one year of sitting on your sofa wallowing in, in your tears and eating hot Cheetos. <laughs> or not the hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. I've never even tried them. I don't even know why I bring them up. And then <laughs> or Jupiter and Taurus can also, I mean, Taurus is, is a fucking hard worker, you know, yeah. they are hard workers. Yeah. And, um, so they work hard and they rest hard. I don't think they play hard. <laughs> they work hard and they rest hard. <laughs> Those are the two modes. They're either on working or they're down, not working. They're just playing, you know, resting. So when you bring Jupiter into Taurus, this is, you know, we're talking about finances. Remember that Taurus controls personal finances, not like, not CEO energy like Capricorn, which is like the owner of Amazon, but we're talking about personal finances, your money, right? And not like Scorpio, which is other people's money. This is your money. And so, and yes, it's slow and steady. They're more like methodical, slow and steady, but anything you do and you get started is going to have results, right? Mm -hmm. So the 16th is a great time to start a business. It's a great time for you to get started, to actually initiate, to do things and to just, and then the areas that are better aspected, home, so like home goods, decor, stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. creating throws that are sustainable or whatever. Relationship. <laughs> I just invented that. <laughs> Whoever wants it can take it because I have zero style. Um, relationship focused businesses, you know, um, agriculture, financial aspected. All those are really, really well aspected um, because they're all related to Taurus, right? So. Any of those are going to be well aspected and Jupiter is just going to enhance and make it bigger. Okay. okay? And then, so Jupiter going into Taurus, it takes it its while to like click, and, but mm -hmm. slow and steady all the way through, I think it's May 24th or 25th of next year. Cool. So it's a whole year. All right. It's more of a buildup, snow, snowball effect, right? I will say... Next year, when it ends, it's going to end with a big disruption factor because it ends with a big um, um, conjunction with Uranus next year, Jupiter in conjunction with Uranus. But we'll talk about that next year. Mm, <laughs> okay? All right. <laughs> but for this year, okay. slow and steady wins the race. Okay. Get started. Okay. Because like I said, Taurus is a mean, hard worker. Agree. Either that or they're lazy as fuck. Okay. So you choose which side of the coin you're going to be on and then go for it. Okay. 
Then the 17th, Jupiter is going to be squaring Pluto. It creates a little bit of tension, but it also um, brings in a lot of um, that serious attitude towards success. It's like, no, this is going to be my goal. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and do it. I'm breaking with this. It breaks with limiting beliefs. So as you can see, this whole week, it's aligned with that, like getting your brain set, getting like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, like, because... Mm -hmm. Like I said, Taurus is not like quick and immediate. It's not like, like Aries, you know, one day they have like, if you did any of the new moons in Aries, if I you had started a business two months ago, it would have been like, oh, I have an idea. Wait, the next day in 20 minutes, you had an LLC. And, right. You know, the next yeah. day you had your business, you had your website up. Taurus is slower, right? They're like, okay, I'm going to do it. The next day they're like breaking their limiting beliefs. I can do it. Then the next, you know, like it takes them four or five days to actually like, <laughs> yeah. you know push forward and actually like you know get get the ball running but it's there um the 18 here's one of those aspects i said about that we're seeing mercury going direct so the mercury is going to be sextiling saturn this brings up honesty tying up conversations from the 12th when mercury was also sextiling saturn last friday mm -hmm. so oh so then, so any conversations that may come up today when we're recording <laughs> next week on the 18th, they may, you might need to revisit them. Right? Okay. Okay. Because like I said, it's that it's at that point in its um, retrograde, mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh, it went on the retrograde. Then it's going, it's that it's one of those first touch points. Right. And it's right. like, oh, wait, I need to fix this. I need to, you know, tweak it. That day, also, the sun's going to be sextiling ne Neptune. Really good day for clair um, psychic intuition hits. You know, if you're a reader, if you're a medium, that day you're going to be on fire. Okay. Then the 19th, we got our new moon in Taurus, which obviously we've, you know, we talked about in here in the episode. Um, but it's, I can't understand my handwriting, something yourself. Oh, reassessing yourself, your value, your hidden power, and your worth. And something really important about this new moon is that it closes our eclipse season. Yay! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Ming. Woo! Like, officially, they finished on the 5th, but this one, like, officially closes it off. Okay. Um, yes. That's fantastic. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Everyone's tired. Everyone's tired until we get to like November. We'll have our next ones or we'll deal with or it late, late October. Don't even talk whatever. about it. Don't talk yeah, about yeah. it. We're fine. We're <laughs> fine. We have summer. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so that's what we have for the 19th. Okay. And that's a good day for you to start this new technique we talked about, you know, with your new moon oh, yeah. manifestation journal and writing out 10 desires that go aligned with the new moon with the astrological moon okay then on the 20th mars goes into leo mm -mm -mm -mm. this starts something that's gonna go on all over summer mars and venus are gonna be flirting all summer they're gonna be like playing and going back and forth they're gonna have like a they're gonna have like a hot girl some summer <laughs> and so um and we'll talk about that a little bit later but um you know Obviously, it's when Mars goes into Leo and Mars is like, ha ha, look at me, look at my mane, you know, mm -hmm. Mars 
is um you know sporty it's it's athletic it's competitive it wants to win and it goes into leo who loves to win who loves to you know say look at me and wants to shine light on itself so it's highlighting there right um it brings up entertainment passion charisma it opens up you know the possibilities to highlight themselves but it can be generous as well they they don't they're not a-holes um and then that day we also have the mars in opposition to pluto that one's not so good that one's a little bit more um power struggles a little bit of violence including potential sexual violence okay um what day was that the 20th okay saturday so take care of yourselves i love it you know my calendar you know the calendars always have like things already written down yeah you know like um mother's day or stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. right and this this day is armed forces day <laughs> ah. and then you say you know yeah like things are already aligned <laughs> yeah then the 21st the sun goes into gemini it's gemini season yes we love our gemini's around here right that's correct yes and you better not say it <laughs> That's correct. If not, you get booted. <laughs> we got other friends. We're real busy. So if you don't like us, move on. Move on. Move on. I'll kick you out. <laughs> I love my Geminis. Um, then um, Geminis, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit. They just love to to know things in short, quick bursts. <laughs> yes. And they love their friends the same way they love them intensely for a while and then they move on to the next one and then they come back and they pick you up again i really love about gemini's that they say that they um need like variety but if you get them out of their routine they get all messed up yeah <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> i really love that i love that and i have a gemini kid so i know okay <laughs> That day, we also have the sun trining Pluto. This is really good for vitality, for the sun sextiling Mars is good for vitality, for courage, um, for tackling hard things, okay, and for physical activities. And then the sun trining Pluto is good for talking about things that are hard or that have been hidden. So okay, there may be a couple of hard conversations that day, okay? Okay. Then the 22nd, the Mars is squaring Jupiter. This, although squares tend to be a difficult aspect, this is actually a pretty good day aligned with all that Jupiter action that we had last week to start a project, to um, continue forward with new ideas. The only thing that we have to be careful is to not be tactless or to not be too impulsive because of the Mars tongue, you know? Okay. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So, and to choose, um, to choose carefully who you're going to be aligning with. Okay. So that's the only thing, but the Mars will give stamina to that Jupiter and that Jupiter is in Taurus now. So it needs a little stamina because right. Mm -hmm. it, it can be a little, I'm not, it's a little slow, right? Cause the, the, the Taurus is a little slower. Okay. But that Mars is going to give it a little push. I didn't write anything down for the 23rd, the 24th, the Venus is squaring Chiron, which as you know, um, brings in is a good day for like therapy, healing, going to your psychologist and stuff mm -hmm. like that. 
Um, it does make people doubt themselves a little bit, doubt their worth. Um, and so it's a good day for people to, it, what it brings up is like, I need to prove yourself. And so that's the only thing. 25th, I don't have anything down. And last aspect that I have written down is on the 26th, the Venus sextiling Uranus. Good day for sex. Oh, there it is. There it is. Well, <laughs> I've already given you one or two that weren't bad. And so, <laughs> um, but there it is. You know, it's emerging desires, um, unexpected windfalls. You might get some money that day. And, you know, this day you just, you're feeling it. You, you got flair, you know, you got style. Cool. So, yep. Excellent. Thank you so yep. much. That's what we got. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Lotus, if that's all right. I like the Lotus and it yeah. opens up, right? I know. So I, I totally wrote down. I'm like, this is like the East Side Road Opener. Like that's, we got Abre Camino over here. And like yeah. for them, it was the Lotus. Like that's what it's considered to do. And it's great because, you know, the Abre Camino goes well with the whole aspect of like the Jupiter and Taurus kind of thing. Exactly. Nice. So the lotus is a feminine plant. It's already going to be associated with the moon and water. That's why I kind of picked it to talk about a little bit. Um, in Eastern cultures, probably most notably the Egyptian, uh, the lotus was revered as a sign of life. It's considered a mystical symbol for life, spirituality, and the center of the universe. Uh, the, we know that the ancient Egyptians used the lotus as an offering to the gods. And then magically... It said anyone who breathes the scent of a lotus will receive its protection. So that's good for like aromatherapies. I know they have like essential oils and stuff. And then um, placing, oh, this one's really cool. So placing any part of a lotus underneath your tongue and you face like a locked door and you say the words, and this is Latin, so I'm going to say it in not a Latin accent, um, sign ar Argus and the door will open. And then lotus seeds and paws are used as antidotes to love spells. And any part of a lotus carried ensures the wearer blessings um, from the gods. That's nice. Yeah. A little bit about lotus. And there are many different kind of varietals. This is just an overview of like general what the lotus plant is seen as magically. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria 101 and you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com and there we'll have like... Um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that great yeah. thank you so much 